Welcome to Connex, a global leadership platform for construction executives. Today I have with me Jason McGill, and Jason is with uh, Davis, and I can't pronounce it. it pl say that? Plumman. Okay, yeah. mechanical. So, Jason, how are you doing this morning or afternoon? Doing very good. Thank you for having me. So, Jason, why don't you tell, uh, I know you because I've been around you, unfortunately, for a long time, uh, <laughs> but but uh, you have a very interesting story, and uh, I think it's interesting, kind of your background. So, why don't you tell everybody kind of like where you grew up and kind of what led you where you're at now? Sure. Well, I grew up in Berea, uh, kind of the small town, uh, Kentucky kind of story there, and uh, out of high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do, so kind of just uh, did different things. Worked as a carpenter for several years, worked as an auto mechanic for uh, about six years, and got got to experience some neat things. I, I drove race cars for about eight or nine years, which was really cool. Did some drag racing, did some dirt track racing, which was really neat. But then I got to be about 28 and decided I needed to figure out something a little better more structure to do with my life and so at that point i moved to tennessee and went to johnson bible college and got a degree in youth ministry and preaching kind of thinking that youth ministry was the path i wanted to go on while i was there i got a work study job in the hvac department which at the time i didn't even know what that meant mm -hmm. but they put me there and i learned of course heating and air conditioning and worked for a really good gentleman there and he taught me a lot and encouraged me a lot and and you know kind of told me that it looked like it was kind of a natural fit for me and so when the time came to graduate he asked me to possibly stay there and work for the college so I did that I chose to stay and worked in the HVAC department then eventually became their mechanical department manager, meaning I was over plumbing, uh, HVAC, and then we kept track of kitchen equipment for our cafeteria and, and, and mm -hmm. maintenance and those kind of things. And then I actually coached their women's college soccer team for four years too while I was there. So kind of the ministry side of it, I did more with the work study students, with the girls on the soccer team, uh, and then just being on campus. And, and I really enjoyed it. It was, it was really neat. And um what was a very cool time in my life but by that time i got married we had our two little girls and so we decided to come back home to kentucky so we moved back and my sister and i started a food truck together just didn't really have the financial backing to hang in there long enough to get ourselves established like we needed to and so kind of had to fold that up which is unfortunate but you never know what the lord's got in store for you mm -hmm. so Kind of went back to HVAC again as a service tech. And then <clears throat> I got on the phone one day with this weird guy at EKU. <laughs> I'm uh, glad you saw it that way. <laughs> and he was telling me all this crazy stuff about, you know, how successful I was going to be and all these kinds of things. So I rolled the dice and joined the master's program at EKU for construction management. Uh, went through that. It was it was a, a good course. It was challenging, made me think, made me work hard, um, and that led me to actually, of course, as you know, uh, taking a job with you, 
with your organization for about three years up in Philadelphia, which was a challenging thing too, kind of continuing to push me to learn and to you know work through situations and and solve problems and and try to find the best way to get things done and and then as that job started to wind down we decided to come back to kentucky we got family here of course history here my wife's from Tennessee, but uh, so made a cold call one day to this davison plumbing place didn't know i just somebody had told me it was a good place to work the lady at the front desk said, let me transfer you to John Plowman. I didn't know who that was. We have a 30, 45 minute conversation and he says, man, I think you'd be a great fit here. Got a couple different opportunities. And um, so anyway, a couple interviews later, I drive down and talk to these guys and was really impressed and they uh, luckily enough, we're impressed with me, and we decided to create a relationship. And so, been here about five and a half years, and it's it's been really good. It's been really good. I can't believe we were talking the other day. We had lunch, and you you were telling me it's been that long, and I thought, holy cow, man, we're getting old, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so the gray uh, in my beard tells me exactly <laughs> that every year when I grow it out. So, so what? So your company what what do you your core focus is uh subcontracting mechanical or is it maintenance and service what what's the what's the scope of what you guys do sure we are a mechanical contractor so we really don't do service we focus more on plumbing pipe fitting sheet metal you know the whole commercial industrial side of new new construction remodel renovation those sorts of things we self-perform a lot we have about 114 guys out in the field uh, 17 people here in the office so about 130 131 people in the organization which is actually quite large quite a bit larger than when i started mm -hmm. um, but we do we, we do it all um like i say we we do hospital work food service work university work uh you know private work i mean we we do quite a bit uh, of different varied things. Um, we have a, a shop here where we prefab. Uh, in the recent past, where we built a sheet metal shop. So now we're actually producing a, a percentage of the sheet metal that we put in. We, we still buy out some of our jobs and, and things like that. But we, we are, uh, we focus a lot on self-performing. You know, when we have our guys doing our work, you know, we really have just an advantage, I think, because of the guys that we have and the experience mm. that we have. And so uh, nothing wrong with sub subcontractors. We have some great insulators that we use. We have control guys that we use that are great, too. But we just decided that taking on sheet metal and doing our own installation and now even doing some of our own fabrication just continues to give us that ability to put sort of the Davidson Plumbing stamp on on what we do. So. So let's talk about you for a second. Um, would you say that you owe everything to me? Would you say that? Would you say? Well, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. Uh, I feel like uh, that's, that's kind of the way it came together. You know, that one faithful phone call with this this crazy guy. And, well, and, yeah, so, to uh, be fair, and I only say that in jest, but to be yeah. fair, you 
you, you'll be success. You'll always, as I told you this before, you'll always be successful just because some people just are, and you're one of those guys. So, and that's the last nice things I'll say about you. <laughs> you may say, well, I'm sorry, do we have bad connection? Is that what you mean? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happened. Well, I think that it, it's turned out to be a real blessing because the time that I spent at Johnson working for the university, learning that trade while I was doing it, and then we even did our own controls there. Man, it's amazing how much that has helped me here because I wasn't, no, I wasn't a plumber. I, I, you know, the plumbing side of it, I had to learn more, but the HVAC side of it, I kind of had a little bit of a leg up just because we, I had worked on the equipment. I had seen kind of how the systems went together. I had done some service ourselves and, and then doing some of the controls. So it's kind of helped me here because I, I am able to work through that side of it. And I feel like that's been a great blessing to me. So I'm very thankful I got that opportunity there and was able to connect it with the education, which of course you opened the door for that for me. And putting those two things together, I think really has has been a great um, blessing in my life because it helped me to get to where I am. You know. Well, they say wisdom is a combination of experience and education. There you go. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got both parts of it. Um, yeah. So as far as the you know the company goes. You know, what do you what kind of events, you know, and I, and I don't know um, if, you know, because you've been around five years, you haven't been around for uh, the entire history of the company. But, you know, has there been any significant events like you said, it's grown significantly since you've been there? What's kind of happened? What's what is there a philosophy? There's a belief. What is that? Yeah, I think that there are several layers to it. Number one is the company's. Um, focus. I mean, the, the company motto honestly is build like you give a damn. And mm -hmm. that that's a true statement. I mean, that is the expectation of our owner uh, slash owners at now as he's, you know, kind of looking at transitioning out a little bit slowly. Uh, he still loves what we do here and, and enjoys it with a passion, but you do it right. You, you, just, you just do it right. And mm -hmm. if it takes a little longer, you take a little longer. If it takes different material, you get the different material. You don't shortcut, you do it right. And when you do it right, people see that. And as some of these guys have been here long enough, they've been on jobs long enough to develop that skill set, Scott, that you need. You know, our foremen have been through this before. They've built schools, they've built office buildings, they've built dormitories. I mean, they, they've built all of these different buildings. So now they have such a good grasp on how these systems go together, what's important, that we have the confidence to go after a bigger job that maybe 10 years ago, you know, maybe before I got here would have been like, well, maybe, you know, but then also on top of that, when they started doing their own sheet metal, I think that really helped as well because we were able to hire some really good, really skilled sheet metal guys that have helped us develop that wing of our company um and so now we can kind of bring that total package to to the table i mean we do medical gas if we need to obviously hydronics uh, vrf you know refrigeration pretty much almost anything uh our company's not very intimidated by complex projects either and i think that's something that helps us is we'll we'll take it on 
you know, even, I mean, I've spent a lot of time sitting at my desk, learning systems, talking to suppliers, talking to manufacturers, you know, I don't know, I don't know this, teach me this, teach me how this goes together, teach me what's important about this, you know, then taking that and transferring it to our guys, but, but circling back, it's really about our guys. I mean, they're, they're so talented and um, they just give you that confidence to be able to put a number in there and go after some of this work. And, and we've just been, we've been blessed to get some good projects and we've been blessed to have some good end results. And I think that's what's helped us grow to where we are now. So kind of what, what's your guys' plan for the future? I mean, uh, you know, you guys are in the industry where it's really going to be, it's already technology driven and it's only going to get more technology driven. If you don't believe so, look at the fact that we can control our thermostats now, no matter where you're at, you know? Um, and, uh, uh, but also your company, uh, you know, it's growing and it sounds like you got a, a good group of people when other people are struggling for people you guys have you know everybody's struggling for people but you guys have a good group good core group of people but talk a little bit about the future yeah Uh, it's it's good it's a good question because i think that you have to be aware of several different aspects Uh, as you alluded to these projects are becoming more and more energy conscious Mm -hmm. more and more uh, conservation conscious I mean, we did a lead platinum job uh, that I was lucky enough to be able to take part in. When you do a lead platinum job, I mean, you've got there has been serious thought, serious planning going into making these systems as efficient as possible, making this building as healthy. Right. That's kind of the mm-hmm. one of the buzzwords there as possible. And, and so we have we have the responsibility on our end to continue to educate ourselves on these new trends to continue to watch the codes, how they're changing and stuff. So that's one thing that we have to do is adapt to the new, the new regiment that we're gonna be exposed to with more energy efficient buildings, more energy efficient right. equipment. But also what you said is very true. We have hired quite a few young people over the last, I would say three to four years. We've been very blessed. We have a lot of good young people but it's all about developing them. It's all about taking these young guys and saying, guys and gals, but taking these young people and saying, look, man, you could be the future of this company. And so that's a, one of our focuses is on developing our future leaders uh, while also continuing to educate ourselves so we can keep up with the trends of our industry. So it's really about uh, continuing to encourage and empower our current leaders, right? Helping them recognize how important they are to us, but then developing that next group of leaders that can help us keep things moving. Uh, and then also working hard to keep up with the trends in our industry so that we can provide people with uh, what, they, what they're asking for. So uh, you kind of covered this a little bit, but I, 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 you didn't you didn't get all of it. But if you were to you know being a being involved in the company on a day by day basis in operations, what would you say are the the five biggest parts of your guys' strength as a company? Sure. Uh, well, number one, I have talked about this a little bit, but there's no way you can overlook it, and that is the strength of our field personnel just the wisdom, the knowledge that these guys have, the experience these guys have, 
really gives us the ability to confidently go after um, different work. Our ability to self-perform is key. Again, there's nothing wrong with having subcontractors. That's a part of our industry. No problem with that. When I first started here, I had a couple of jobs where we had sheet metal subcontractors. Again, we have insulators and all that. But the fact that we can have control over such a broad range of what we do, I think just helps us, again, be able to put our stamp on so much of our work. Um, thirdly, I would say um, is our coordination between the office and the field. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, our field people are, uh, we, we may or may not, I mean, I don't I have exposure to all companies, but I feel like we have a pretty good relationship between our office people and our field people. Um, I spend a lot of time on site. I try to go to meetings with our guys. I try to be involved and know what's happening in our projects and our other project managers do the same, trying to bridge that gap between office and field to where the field guys feel comfortable and confident in us and we feel comfortable and confident in them. Um, Then internally in the office, you know, where I spend a lot of my time is this, we have such a supportive and, and, I'd say a company mentality, but sometimes it has a negative connotation. In this case, it's really a positive because we're taking 114 field guys and trying to split them between, you know, anywhere from 10 to 25 projects. It really just depends on the size and scope of them. But it's never a competition, Scott. It's mm-hmm. always about putting people where the company can be the most successful. It's not about, hey, man, that's my project and I need my guys on my project. It's about, okay, you need guys. Let me figure out how I can help you get there. And also that translates over into collaboration in here. You know, I have stuff that I may have had experience with from doing some restaurants. Another one of our project managers may have done a lot of healthcare. Man, so if I end up with a healthcare job, I know that I have that resource. I know I can go out and say, hey, man. I don't know about this medical gas. Can you help me? Well, sure. And it's just, it's not that competitive environment that sometimes you see within companies. Um, And and I think that's a huge blessing here is that we have that ability to um, bounce ideas off of people and we know we, we can work together to get things done. And lastly, I just think it is the ingrained focus on doing what's right that that john started in the beginning and has always gone by which is you just do it right and when you're doing it right scott you don't have to worry about the shortcutting and the things that bite people you know in the end we just know that our guys know to do it right we can confidently say we're going to do it right and we don't have to second guess that aspect of it and i think that's a big strength for our company so, you know, going a little personal here, and I think, you know, as being an older man like you are, yeah. uh, you have a lot of wisdom you want to, you can impart. But, you know, we have a younger part of this, uh, you, know, uh, so, you know, younger listeners, I should say, that uh, listen to this because they desire to become a senior member in a construction organization. They desire to be in, you know, construction. If you had to give personal or professional advice to them, and you've done a lot of good things, so I'm interested to hear your answer. What is the personal professional advice you'd give somebody um, based on your experiences? Well, 
I think that there, there's one big thing that in our society is really hurting us right now. So I would say my number one piece of advice is to forget about entitlement. No, nobody owes you anything. And when you come into a company, if a person hands you a shovel and says, go dig the ditch, man, dig the best ditch that you can dig. And don't even let yourself think, man, I'm too good for this. I, I have a college degree. I shouldn't be digging a ditch or I have, I have all this, all this background. I shouldn't be digging a ditch. You should just get in there and dig it, man. You know, or, or you got to have a cleanup crew, man, go grab the broom and get on the cleanup crew. Ah, oh, that's not me. I'm not a cleanup guy. You know, I'm, I think that's one of the biggest things. And I'm not saying that that's easy. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you can put that past you and just focus on what they're asking you to do and do a good job, you're going to have an opportunity to really move up and be successful in this industry. When you allow yourself to feel like somebody owes you something or you're better than what they're asking you to do, we end up shooting ourselves in the foot. We end up limiting ourselves. Um, you're not always going to have to push the broom. You're not always going to have to dig the ditch, you know, but you dig a good ditch. And then the next time you might be teaching somebody else how to dig it rather than digging it yourself. Um, you know, being a, being a, a, a business owner myself, I can say that one of the things that I desire more than anything from an employee is I want, I didn't hire you to do it, do a specific job. I hired you to work for the company, you know, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. I mean, I want, cause you know, there's, there's going to be times where you, you're going to have to do things you don't want to do. You know, mm-hmm. we all mm-hmm. do, you know, that's and, right. and I try to drive that point home by, uh, and people are good. People may laugh when they hear this, but, um, and I don't always do this, but, um, many times uh, when I'm in the office at the end of the day, I'll go around and pick up everybody's trash. I mean, that sounds crazy, right? but it's the whole servant leadership. You know, I mean, I, you're a Christ follower like me. And uh, for, for me, I, I just want to follow somebody I admire and I admire Jesus, you know? Right. And so um, Jesus washed the hands of his disciples. Why can't I go pick up the trash, trash of my people, you know? Right. And, uh, People kind of look at me weird and think it's kind of weird, but in the end, it creates a culture where people feel like they're not better than anybody else. That's right, man. And that's something, you know, I've I've trudged through the mud and unloaded trucks and done whatever I thought I could do to help our guys uh, on the job site just for that same reason to to just kind of show them, man, I'm here to help and and whether that means I'm helping by going and getting you an answer from an engineering architect or whether I'm helping you that you're in a bind and somebody needs to help pull this stuff off a delivery truck so we can get him back on the road. It doesn't matter. It's all about helping the company be successful in whatever capacity that is. And I think at the end of the day, that's kind of the same point you're making. I mean, that's, that's the mentality that will, I believe, in my heart, that's the mentality that will get you somewhere in life is just being willing to do whatever it is that's asked of you, but do it to the best of your ability. I mean, that's just kind of a biblical concept there too, right? But yes. Um, yeah. 
So, you know, let's talk a little bit about some successes and failures you've had personally and advice you could give based off of that. I know the, the failures always seem to be the one, the easy, easy one to find because right. we remember failures. Right. <laughs> but there has to be an opposite side of that. So give us a few examples of some successes and failures you've had in your career and you've learned. It doesn't have to be construction. It could just be a life yeah. lesson. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that put me in a position to be an old guy like you is <laughs> that I, yeah, I didn't really have a good idea of what was available to me, Scott, when I was 18 or 19. I thought college was for doctors and lawyers and people like that. And if you didn't want to do that, you just go get a job. And, you know, that was 10 years of my life just going and getting a job. And so I, I don't regret it per se, because it's the path that the Lord put me on. But man, I would love to have those 10 years back. I'd love to be 36 sitting in this chair and not 46. Now, again, I don't regret it because I love my wife and my children and all of those things are parts and pieces of what makes me who I am today. But I do sometimes think to myself, man, what was I thinking when I was, you know, 18? Why couldn't I get an engineering degree or get a degree like this? But just short, short sighted, um, you know, as we far live as, we learn. yep, yep, we do live and we learn. That's right. Um, otherwise, I mean, I don't know, just doing dumb stuff, right? I mean, <laughs> laying under a house for four hours trying to figure out what's wrong with a furnace and then realizing it's a loose wire and you just want to smack yourself in the face. But again, I mean, uh, you know, those are the things that we learn from that make us stronger. Um, but, you know, that kind of stuff on that. On the success side, man, I'll tell you what, it's it's just been such a neat experience to be able to be successful in a tangible way as far as being able to see um, that you can do the things you want to do to support your family, uh, being able to come to work and look back at projects that you've been a part of that have been successful. Man, that's, that's a great feeling. It, it's a great feeling to be able to look at something and say, no, I had a part in that. I mean, I've been very blessed since I've been here. I was able to work on the historic uh, Fayette County Courthouse downtown, which was a really cool project. Mm -hmm. It turned out so nice. And, you know, I was a part of that, a small part of that, but I was a part of that. And that's neat. And I've taken my kids there and I've taken my mom there and I've taken my wife there to eat and just doing things. And man, that's a really cool feeling uh, to be able to look back and say that that's, you know, part of your, your history, right? Well, and you're right that you, you hit on something really great about most people that are involved in construction is you get to see the tangible benefit today and in the future, you know? So, yeah. um, uh, there's nothing like driving down the road and seeing a building and, and explain to your kids how you actually were, you know, participating in that, especially on a project that is significant, you know, like yeah. you talked about with the courthouse. So, yeah, we're, we were talking about that today because one of the things that we've tried to do here is we've tried to actually have our Christmas parties at facilities that we've worked on to where our guys could bring their wife and their kids in and say, yeah, I, I, I helped build this building. You know, I helped put this, you know, this ductwork in and this beautiful ballroom or or I helped do this or that. And it's just like we want our guys to be able to have that same sense of pride 
and to show their families, um, you know, yeah, this is what dad was doing all that time, or this is what mom was doing all that time, you know? So, um, what do you, you know, if you had to give, uh, just general personal advice to any, to, uh, to anybody, what, what, what personal advice would you give? Oh man. Well, you know, you and I have talked about this together, obviously, and it drives us, but, you know, obviously to me, my faith is a big part of my life and it, I feel like it's helped me to get to where I am today. I think that we, as a, if you want to know something I'm passionate about, I really am passionate about our young people figuring out that the construction trades are a great future and a great career. And it's a good way to get away from some of the more dead end careers that are out there and get yourself moving towards something great. I mean, we have a, we have a lot of people here that, you know, have high school education. That's about it. But man, they are on such a successful track for their life um, because they were willing to say, yeah, I'm okay with being a plumber. I'm okay with being a duck guy. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get cold sometimes it's, and you're going to get wet sometimes and you're going to be blazing hot sometimes, you know, but you can make a good, for lack of, you know, well, I guess the old term, right. You can honest days work and honest days pay kind of idea, but it's a good future. It's a good future for our young people and the industry does need them. That's not a joke. That's not an exaggeration. You touched on it earlier. We're all looking for people. And I just think that it's a, it's a place where you can be successful and have something to look back upon. Kind of what you said again, uh, when you get done with your career and say, wow, you know, I accomplished some things. So kind of, kind of to kind of close in on it, I always like to go, um, the last section of, uh, of the podcast, I always like to do the speed round and the speed round is just, okay. I go through eight different topics and you rate them one to 10. They could all be 10, but okay. it's, it's interesting to, to hear the different perspectives. People think about things that are important. So okay. you can explain your answer, whatever you want to one to 10, 10 being the most important one being the least important. And as I said, it could all be 10. Sure. So with that said, let's start with scheduling. I would say scheduling is about an eight. Um, you know, we as a subcontractor end up falling in line with a general contractor schedule. And if the general contractor schedule is a good one, we're all, we can all work together and be very successful. If it has some struggles in it, it can be a struggle for all of us. So it's a very important part of what we do. So I would say it's an eight. Estimating. Well, in my book, it's a 10 because I'm the project manager. So mm -hmm. I'm taking that estimate and trying to make that thing work out on the job site. So I have a ton of respect for our estimators. It is a tough job. But in my world, that man, that if that estimate's right, we're all going to end up in a good place. If it's not, again, same idea. It makes it tough, you know. Contract administration. Now I have contracts, the paper contract. This one I'm talking more about the administration of that contract, the paperwork. Well, I, I, I think I would put that at about a six. I mean, it is very important, uh, but I think there are other aspects that help that can kind of work through that. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of times where we're working through the paperwork of our contract to make sure we're on the right track with what we do. 
but uh, I, I feel like some of these other ones to me end up being a little more in my face and a little more important. So now that we're on contracts, what about the actual paper contract? Oh, I think it's very important. In fact, I have actually been able to speak to that here from a lot of the things I learned at EKU in, in some of your classes and in other classes about how important it is to have a good contract and to pay attention to that contract. So I have it up there about an eight as well. Design. Well, that, you know, I have a, I have a seven on that. I mean, it could be even a little higher. It, again, it kind of speaks to what we talked about earlier. If the design is not where it needs to be, it, it can make it a tough road to get home, but a good design can really kind of make ma the magic happen. So it's very important. It's very important to have a good design. Uh, accounting. So, uh, you know, again, I, I think I have it at about a seven and, um, I don't, I don't necessarily have my hands too deeply in that. I have the opportunity here, but we have some great people that take care of most of that. But of course I do billings and things like that. And having those numbers, right. Having those things sectioned out correctly, getting the billing done the way it needs to be done. It, it's a very important part of obviously our company surviving, you know, selling work, selling work. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a subcontractor, we, we tend to get, st I'll say stuck. Stuck's probably not the right word, but in the plan spec world, a lot of times it's low bidder. And so we love to try to sell work, um, but it's really about the relationships that we have to build or that we want to build, excuse me, mm -hmm. with the general contractors. Uh, you know, again, sometimes it's just down to the, the number on the paper, but it is important. It is very important for us. So I would put that at an eight as well. And last, leadership. Oh, I think that's a 10. I think that's a definite 10. Um, you know, when we even see it from our side, the general contractors that have the good superintendents, the good project managers, man, they're our favorites, right? Because they have good leadership. And the ones that, that, that don't, it, you know, not... I'm just saying they're not quite the same. The project's not quite the same. I mean, leadership is such a key. And I alluded to it earlier, but we are so lucky because we have so many good leaders here uh, within our company as well. So, man, I, I, leadership to me is is definitely a 10. Well, Jason, I'm going to give you the last, last word like I do all my guests. But I just before we do that, I just want to say uh, personally, as a friend, uh, you know, I love you, brother. You're a great guy. You're a great person. You're a great worker. I mean, the only thing I can say is you're not the prettiest, but, <laughs> you know, we, we can't all have it all, you know? That's so, right. so, I mean, like me, you can't have it all, you that's know? Right. So, I mean, well, uh, and that's, that's why we do podcasts, right? Exactly. We... Exactly. You know, you, <laughs> you wouldn't want to see us in person on radio. We, me and you have radio faces. That's right. That way. So, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I just, I, I think a lot of you from a guy who, who we worked together for a period of time and you actually, yeah. uh, you know, we were in a, a, a student professor relationship also. Yeah. And then now as we're in, we have this friendship relation, I can just say, you're just one of those guys that you're just a good guy to be around. And uh, um, uh, the, your company got a good, 
got a not a good but a guy got a great employee and uh i'm still a little mad that they stole you from me no i'm not i'm not at all <laughs> I, I i under i understand and you, you i'm glad you're out there fighting a good fight uh for your company fighting the good fight uh for god so i just i want to thank you for the friendship i want to thank you for the good job you did when we worked together and i want to thank you for being an attentive good student as much as i joke with you you yeah. always you know took it seriously and looked for value and it was a less much much less about the grades and much more about what you can learn so uh and i'm i'm proud to call you my friend so uh, and with that said you have the last word well i appreciate this opportunity as well because i have been very very blessed in my life like i said the path may have had different different branches to get here but i've been very blessed to end up in at davis diplomon and they take good care of me I, I would be foolish to complain i've had good mentors here and the opportunity to be successful and the support of not only the people in here, but also the support of the guys that I work with in the field uh, has really construction. I never thought it would be a part of my life really when I was younger. Uh, and I'm really glad that it is. And I too, am very glad I met you uh, on the, on the phone there years ago and how it's developed along the way. Uh, Philadelphia was a, a neat experience for me and I think did help me get to where I am today. So I'm very thankful for that as well. And I just uh, will continue to um, nurture our friendship, I hope and pray as we move along and we'll continue to look towards the future, my friend. Well, thank you so much. Another good guy out there fighting the good fight for construction. Join us next week with another session of Connex. That's it, brother. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll shoot you an email or a text when we get it all ready to be. Um, it'll go on SoundCloud, iTunes, and uh, YouTube. And I'll send you the links and everything. You can share it. I'd, I'd encourage you to have your company share it because uh, I, I tell the companies, give it to your clients. Right. Because it's a good way of selling your company know who you are based on the podcast you know so yeah but absolutely well if i don't see you before christmas have a good christmas man you do the same brother thanks all right Scott. Man. take care everybody bye, bye, -bye. Mm -hmm.